Good morning and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell sitting here with co-host Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. How are you doing this morning? Chad, it is a great day. It is. And it's, it's, uh, when we're taping, it's warm and sunny. It's, uh, yeah, spring is like sprung early and it's, and it's a good thing. It'll snow next week. It might. All right. Let's hope not, though. <laughs> so, uh, if you're just joining us, just listening in, whether you're listening on uh, live on the radio or on our podcast and you stumbled across us, this is Solid Steps Radio. We are a show for men, by men, talking about man stuff. Yeah, We love yeah. talking about man stuff. Yes. Man stuff that you may not talk about enough. That's really the kind of the, the catchphrase that we say. We talk about things that in life, and, and last week is a perfect example. If you didn't catch last week's show, we had a couple guests on talking about uh, sexual addictions, and it is a PG-13 rated show, but it is a very impactful show uh, episode, great stories. Go to our website and you, uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Solid Steps Radio. You can look us up on iTunes, on Solid Steps Radio, and on soundcloud.com and listen to that in any past shows that we've had. But today, we're talking about something that is... I can't think of something... <laughs> That most men, including me, don't want to talk about. And even even coming off last week's, which was sexual addictions, which obviously a lot of people don't like to talk about for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. But this is something that is so mainstream and infects so many people that we just, but for some reason, we just don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm going to read some stats. Here I am, the stat nerd, right? Yeah, you are you are kind of a nerd when it comes to stats. Yeah, so that's okay. Here, here, here are some statistics for those of you who are going to kind of guess what our topic is. 30% of all Americans have less than $1,000 in the bank. Uh, let's see, 95% of baby boomers don't have enough for retirement. How much? 95%. This is on the internet, so it's true. <laughs> right. gospel right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, Americans have over $950 billion, with a B, dollars in credit card debt. Ouch. Um, let's see, what was one more stat here that I thought was really fascinating here? 40% of Americans, okay, 40% of Americans will spend 110% of their yearly income. So almost half of us are spending more than we make. Wow. So in case you didn't know, 40%. Today, we're talking about money, money, money. We talk about money. And, 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 and uh, the bigger picture. And, and, and the bigger picture and stewardship and all that. So we, we are... Um, you know, but I think I think there's a trend. There, I, I, it's there's a trend of us being able to talk more about money. Yeah, I right. mean, you know, we we want to talk about money. We just want want more of it, right? Mm-hmm. But what Ecclesiastes here's a verse that says uh, Ecclesiastes five ten. Whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. Hmm. And then uh, Solomon says, "This too is meaningless." So money is a sensitive topic, and uh, you know we're talking to guys today, primarily, if you're listening, ladies, thanks for listening, but we're talking to guys today, and we're going to talk a little bit from a man's perspective of what's that mean with money, and, and what's our role with that. So we got so, a couple guests in studio who are so going to shed some, some light. Men. Yes. We, we, we brought some men in to talk about men issues. So we have Mike Graham with us uh, today, and Steve Carter. And uh, welcome, guys. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. It's it's good to have uh, biblical manhood right here in the studio. And uh, so we're going to pick uh, you guys' brains. You guys both have, are involved in uh, ministry and stewardship and money and finances and all that uh, good stuff. 
So, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been married to Sharon for how long? Well, we are celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary this year. That means you're old. That means I'm old. (laughs) Learned a lot along the way. Um, We have two children. Both live in Indianapolis, and they're married. We have two grandchildren. I was in uh, the business world for 22 years. Um, a big portion of that was in the Chicago area, and then came to a church setting in 1988 as full-time uh, church administrator, and uh, and then uh, branched off into finances and count- financial counseling and stewardship and estate planning. So that's kind of where I that am. That sounds complicated. It is. <laughs> It is. But I'm also, let me just say one thing in light of what you just said, uh, Kurt. I know this is a show for men, and um, I want to talk to the men because I hope that, that you're the men in this audience are leaders of the, of the home and, and spiritual leaders of the home and that you'll guide your family in the right way to go. But it's also a, a, a lesson for women, too, because the men and the husbands and wives have to work together in the in homes where there are husbands and wives because it's an important issue. And I'm a great believer in two concepts, and you mentioned them a few minutes ago, in joy and peace in your prayer. And I'm a, a big believer that in order to have the joy and the peace in our lives, we have to have our whole life in sync with God. Mm. So. That's uh, that's good, and we'll, we're going to talk all about that okay. a little bit more. Uh, Steve, you've been married to your bride for how long? Twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. Tell us about your kiddos. Well, I've got two boys, uh, Austin and Jackson, sixteen and ten. So we got a lot of energy in our home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm married to Shelley, and uh, she's definitely the better half of us. She is. She she's by far the better half. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we both married up. That's exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, combined, you got seventy plus years of uh, marriage between the two of you, and uh, that's that's good. And, and you know, Mike, I, I appreciate what you said about um, when we when we think about money, we think about finances. That you know, if we listeners are if we if you are married, it is a team concept. It is. Uh, t- talk about that a little bit more, both of you. Just um, the the importance of team. Well. Everything we do in life, there's a reason that we do it, okay? And husbands and wives do a lot of things together. Hopefully, most everything they do is together in one way or another. And spending is one of the areas that uh, they spend time on. Um, I, I want to buy this. I want to buy that. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. Um, it takes a long time. Uh, so, uh, occasionally, it'll take a long time for a couple to realize what's this all about mm-hmm. and they've got to do it in harmony if they don't do it in harmony there's going to be discord in the house that's what I, how I look at it. it's just going to be discord and it's important that they're both on the same wavelength we mentioned Dave Ramsey as an example uh, if you said the word Dave Ramsey you'd think of two words I think debt and budget I mean really that's what I would put his down to or Crown Ministries, or or any of the other financial ministries out there, would be the same thing. You know, it's it's pretty much debt and budget. Uh, Mike, you uh, you have counseled and consulted with a lot of people over the years. Yeah, about six thousand families. Six thousand families. You have 
talked with and counseled and worked with helping them understand budget, understanding money, understanding finances and how to help money work for you, not against you. And, uh, um, but I want to jump over to Steve real quick. Steve, talk with us just a real bit of the, the power of teamwork within the family. Well, you know, it's really important that we learn how to relate with our spouse around money. Uh, a big part of managing the money that God entrusts us with is is budgeting well. And so it really boils down to, to do that. You're going to need to have a budget meeting once a month with your wife. And uh, oftentimes in a relationship, one of the one of the members is going to really enjoy that. That's kind of, you know, the, they're going to get out the spreadsheet and be all excited about it. Are, and are you one of those kind of people? I can be that kind of person. <laughs> you get really excited about, let's talk yeah. about budget. Yeah. In Dave Ramsey world, that's called the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I, I could be a nerd. From time to time. And then the other uh, is probably not so excited about that. But uh, the reality is, is it's got to be something you do together. I agree with Mike. If you don't do it together, uh, it's going to lead to discord uh, in your uh, marriage. In fact, uh, statistics are, I like your statistics earlier, Chad, 30, 37% of divorces come from fights within a marriage about money. Mm. It's the number one cause of divorce in America, and the next closest is le- you know half that percentage. So uh, it's a big deal. And, and particularly among young couples, uh, they say that up to 80% of the divorces amongst 20s and 30-year-old couples comes from this subject of money. So uh, it's really important that we focus on uh, this topic and work through it together with our spouse. So um, th- that is just, those, those statistics are, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's powerful. So, listeners, uh, we're going to have to take a break here in just a minute. Um, but the, the importance, the power of freedom or bondage, really, in how we handle money and how we work at it with our spouse and with, within our family unit. Um, Mike, uh, a verse of Scripture that comes to mind when you think of, because we, we want to talk about finances and stewardship, but just give us a, a verse that's emphasizes that the power of finances and stewardship well two or three but one that I really like is that where your treasure is that's where your heart is Mm. and I think that's um, that's so important for us to realize well we're going to take a break and we're going to continue this conversation about money and uh, it's really a lot bigger than that we're going to mine through this get down to the the heart of, of the heart literally of why we have money issues and money problems and and why there's success uh, in marriage when you do talk about money so we're going to take a break and we'll be back here shortly on solid steps radio thanks for listening welcome back to solid steps radio this is chad russell kurt Souter. we are talking about money today and uh speaking of money If you're going to be spending some money this year on carpet or flooring, we'd love for you to go to our friends over at Carol Rogers Carpet One. They are a sponsor of our show, and uh, you will not find a better place to invest your money in flooring. So go spend some money with Carol Rogers Carpet One. If if you have money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're going to talk about debt today, right? Right. A little bit. That's true. Get a budget, you know, and put flooring in your budget and go over to Ken Martin and them and tell us uh, tell them that uh, you heard it on Solid Steps Radio. 
Okay, so you know we got Mike Graham and Steve Carter here, and we're talking about money and stewardship and finances, and you know this whole thing. I mean, I, I who doesn't like to spend money? I mean, Steve, you like to spend money? Uh, I do. In in our family, I tend to be the spender. Really, Shelley tends to be the more frugal one. Uh, in fact, we had uh, a gentleman in our home the other night helping us a little bit with our finances and planning, and and he asked at the table, you know. How much money, in your mind, Shelly, is it okay for you to spend without asking Steve? And I thought, well, this will be interesting. Uh, that is a great said. question. That's and, a great question. And then he asked me the same question, you know, and uh, I'll just say we didn't have the same number, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and and oftentimes... Did that's... you need counseling after that, after he left? <laughs> I made an appointment with Mike. I'm going to come see him. But, uh, you know... That's an important thing to talk through, right? Because if you get that decided up front and you make this agreement and you say, okay, let's, let's come to some compromise on that. And, you know, I have a, a stewardship pastor friend that, that that number for them is $30. I got to tell you, that'd be a pretty low number for me. But, you know. $30. They, yeah. They, he, he can't or she can't spend any money up to 30 bucks. It's you're on your own. You yep. can do whatever you want. That's but right. after that. You make a phone call. You, wow. Yeah, you talk about it. So, you know, for others, that number may be a little higher, and it's just, you know, uh, you, you, each person's going to have to pray about that and work through that with their spouse. But it's it's that kind of relating with each other that helps us stay away from the problems that money can cause in our family. Okay, so, Steve, if you were consulting a couple right now, and they came in, and, and you would say, and they can't agree on that number, what, what, what do you tell them? Well, um, they're going to have to find that number because if they don't, uh, it's just going to continue to be a problem for them. Because if the husband thinks, well, I, I should be able to go buy this you know, $500. shotgun or whatever it is, and, and of course, you know, the wife is thinking, you know, we couldn't even pay the bills this month, uh, it's going to be a real problem. Yeah. Which I would think would be the beauty of a budget because if it's budgeted to spend that money, there's a lot less guilt to spend that money on that $500 if it's in the budget. That's right. Really, a lot of people think that budgets and doing this budgeting thing is just going to feel like bondage, right? I can't do anything. This is no fun. But the reality is when you begin to make that an integral part of your life and you're doing that, what most people will give testimony to is that it was freeing. It gave freedom to them because now they, they, they know, they're, they're deciding ahead of time how they're going to spend as opposed to finding out they spent too much and now you're really in bondage well just real quick i want to share something is we are in we my wife and i just started financial peace for the second time i took it 12 years ago as theory (laughs) now i'm taking it this time as as reality (laughs) after that fifth fifth child you need some help huh (laughs) and so um i I can just tell you there was this total void of talking about money Mm. it fell on me we didn't talk about money and there was this constant underlying tension in our home well you did talk about money when we didn't have it (laughs) honey we don't have any money that's the conversations those are not the conversations to have but i'll just tell you just we did had a budget meeting the second budget meeting we've had in in a very long time unfortunately how'd it go it, it it the past it's good to budget when you have money to budget and I'm telling you, there has been a different tone in the house the past couple months when we have sat down and talked about money. Having the budget, I sleep better at night. Mm. That is the truth. You sleep better at night. Yes. Wow. And Mike, I'm sure that you have, uh, you know, uh, the 6,000 families that you have counseled over the years, 
Um, I'm sure you've seen that. I have. Uh, you know, the the problem with um, with with counseling people on money is probably like counseling any other situation. There are some who take who take it and go with it and run with it, and there are some who says, "I don't want to fool with that. It takes too much time, it's too much energy. I don't want to be restrained by having to have a budget. I yeah. just want to spend yeah, whenever, yeah. how much." Wow. So, you know, listeners, if you're if you're one of those guys out there who struggle with that, so what do you tell a guy who doesn't want to have a budget, who doesn't want to live by a budget? Well, I tell him that he's missing the joy of being a Christian mm. in all reality because I personally believe that our blessings come from Jesus and he tells us in Malachi, you know, if you if you give your tithe to me, I'll pour out blessings. I look at the reverse of that statement and says, if you don't tithe, I'm going to withhold blessings from you. And I think most people get into a, into a situation where God is withholding blessings. It's amazing how many people have come in that have come into my office and said, you know, I, I, uh, I pray about these things all the time and God never delivers. <laughs> and I said, well, what are you giving? You know, and uh, well, nothing right now. I can't afford to, you know, that was its main answer. And I'll work with them on a on a way to help them understand that they can give and and honor God and still have the things they need. I heard Dave Ramsey uh, say the other day that the first thing we need to do with our money, the first yeah. thing we need to do with our money, I'm going, I, I think I know what he's going to say, <laughs> but I'm not positive. Yeah. And he says, give. Give. Right. Be right. a giver. And uh, if, if we could just begin to unleash that that attitude yeah. um, of of giving and I know there's some listeners right now saying I, I, I don't I can't give right now I you know I, I cannot give uh, Steve let, what do you, let me say that let me just say something about that statement okay they may be right they may be right they may have gotten themselves into such a financial turmoil that they have no money and they're living in that 110, 120% bracket where they're spending more than they have coming in. So they've gone back and relied on credit cards. Then their credit cards max out and they are underwater in a deep way. Okay. And so the issue you have to do is how do you get them from point A to point B in a way that will make sense to them and that they will be encouraged by that. So, okay. So let's say, for example, there's, um, you're 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 making fifty thousand dollars a year, yeah. combined income, or maybe just your and 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 but you're spending fifty five thousand or sixty or sixty five <laughs> or seventy. <laughs> um, what, what what do you t- what do you tell that that guy? Well, there's two or three things. Number one, they've got to commit their lives and their finances to Christ. They've just got to do it. I mean, I know that's easy. Says easy, does hard. Okay. But they've got to start with that kind of an attitude. They're never going to have that peace and joy we talked about in their lives until they're willing to do that. Because that's real bondage. It's, it's bondage. It's total bondage. And and when the Bible tells us that we're uh, that we're we're uh, slaves to the lender, you know, remember what the who the lender is. That's the bank on your mortgage. That's the the. A company with has your car loan. That's uh, your your um, credit card companies. That's your medical companies that you owe money to. 
you know, there's, there's about six areas in our lives that I've found that, that cause us the most problems. And we can talk about those later. But uh, No, well, go ahead. Jump well, right in there. Okay. Well, I found that people buy too much home okay. usually, and so their mortgages are too high. Okay. I've gone into some homes out in Lake Forest where they've got a beautiful home, and you go inside, and there's no furniture because they can't afford the furniture because they're making a house payment. Wow. Um, so credit, home is number one. Home is, is number one. Uh, credit cards is usually number two. The highest credit card balance I ever had counseling somebody, he had $350,000 in credit card debt. He had 37 credit cards all maxed out. Okay, That takes some talent to get that much in debt. It does. Golly. It, does. <laughs> it takes, more, <laughs> that's, ta- that's it takes more talent to get out of it. Yes. That is yes. creativity yes. right yes. there. Oh, my yes. golly. I cannot yes. imagine the bondage, the weight mm. of what's on his shoulders. Second mortgage loans. Second mortgage Second loans. Second mortgage loans. People will have a, get a little equity in their house, and they'll go out and borrow more money on the second mortgage, you know, a percentage of that. Of course, now the, the lending institutions are helping you. They're giving you 100%, and then, you know, a few years ago, they gave you 125%. So they, they, because our homes are going to increase in value, right? And, you know, yeah, we just feel and, like... And the bubble hit, you know, the bubble yeah. burst, and so we went down. Um, Real not, quickly, the other the other couple other, things other is, is is college debt. Okay, college debt. Another one is um, 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 the uh, medical expenses that we have because okay. we don't plan correctly. So those will all come into play. Another third one, the last one is um, the um, um, uh, uh, the cash card that you have you know through your credit card company where the money comes out immediately yeah debit card debit card yep. thank you uh, anyway debit card because if you don't write that down and keep track of it you can be up a creek with that real real quick yes okay I'll tell you what we're going to take another break and uh, we're going to come back here and talk a little bit more in some details about how we can live this out on a daily basis on a regular basis and also talk about it, a little deeper issue of why Some people spend more than they make. So we're going to take a break and come back on Solid Steps Radio. 